Uh, friends, what sounds more radical to you? Abolishing the filibuster to save our democracy or destroying our democracy to save the filibuster? I mean, look, make no mistake about it. That is the choice ahead. Uh, not long after Joe Biden assumed the presidency, a group named Freedom House, a democracy watchdog group, ranked the state of democracy in the United States below that in Chile, Costa Rica, and Slovakia. Uh, Freedom House pointed to the increasing use of precise gerrymandering in the United States, the growing influence of money in politics, and the disenfranchisement of people of color. Now, since then, 19 states have enacted 33 laws that make it more difficult for citizens in the United States to vote. Several states have replaced nonpartisan election administrators with partisan hacks. Republican legislatures in states that have begun to swing toward the Democrats, such as North Carolina and Texas, have redrawn electoral maps to disenfranchise communities of color. Legal challenges to those new maps are likely to be unsuccessful given the increasingly Republican composition of the federal courts. This is all about politics. For years, Republican strategists have predicted that any enlargement of the electorate would work against them, and the 2020 election proved them absolutely right. Voters turned out in great numbers and returned to Democratic president and Congress to Washington. So it's not surprising that Republicans have stepped up their efforts to redraw electoral maps and make it harder to vote for those they assume will choose Democrats. In the weeks ahead, Joe Biden is going to be hosting a virtual summit for democracy. Invitees will represent more than 100 countries. When he announced the summit last August, the apparent goal was to reestablish America's moral authority in the wake of Trump's squalid foreign policy by championing human rights and democratic practices. According to the State Department, the summit will aim to show how democracies can deliver on the issues that matter most to people, strengthening accountable governance, expanding economic opportunities, protecting human rights and fundamental freedoms, and enabling lives of dignity. The State Department continues, the United States government will announce commitments in areas such as bolstering free and independent media, fighting corruption, defending free and fair elections, strengthening civic capacity, advancing the civic and political leadership of women, girls, and marginalized community members, and harnessing technology for democratic renewal. The United States will also hold itself accountable to these commitments on a global public stage. As Biden said in February, democracy doesn't happen by accident. We have to defend it, fight for it, strengthen it, renew it. Indeed. But when it comes to that fight, Joe Biden so far seems to be A-W-O-L. 
Its absence from this fight, the fight for democracy, is becoming one of the most glaring vacuums of his administration. Last spring, Democrats in the House of Representatives passed H.R. 1, the For the People Act, a set of minimum election standards intended to eliminate partisan gerrymandering, reduce the influence of money in politics, expand voting rights, and increase election security. But H.R. 1 was stymied in the Senate by Republicans who voted against bringing it to the floor for debate, as was the John R. Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act, designed to correct the Supreme Court's 2013 decision in Shelby County versus Holder that gutted the Voting Rights Act of 1965 and allowed many of the state voter suppression laws that have been passed since. In September, Democratic senators led by a group including Amy Klochbar and Joe Manchin presented a new election-related bill, the Freedom to Vote Act. It contains several new provisions to protect election workers, as well as measures in the For the People Act, such as same-day voter registration, a ban on partisan gerrymandering, and a restoration of voting rights to former felons. But Mitch McConnell dismissed it out of hand, and Senate Republicans filibustered it in October. Let's be clear, as long as the filibuster stands, this is going to be the fate of all election-related legislation proposed by Democrats. So there can't be any longer any doubt about the choice ahead. It's the filibuster or democracy. The filibuster or democracy. Senator Angus King, the main independent who caucuses with the Democrats, and who had earlier rejected calls to reform the filibuster, recently concluded that, quote, democracy itself is more important than any Senate rule, unquote. Senator King is exactly right. Biden must use the full strength of his presidency, his bully pulpit, the power of the executive branch, his influence inside the halls of the Senate and over his old putative friend, the senior senator from West Virginia, and the credibility that comes with being president of the United States. He must use all of it to end the filibuster. It is necessary. It is time.